Hey, I'm Hazel Jennings, and this is The Hardest Part, a podcast where I talk to people about the hardest part of something they've gone through, good or bad. And then I edit our conversation into an episode short enough that you could listen to it over a single cup of coffee or wine, a glass of wine. I talked to my friend Jeffrey Gerson. He's a photographer who sometimes takes photos of naked men, which is exciting and a little weird sometimes, but also really inspiring. I hope that you like it. My name is Jeffrey Gerson. I live in San Francisco. I do many things, but among them, I'm a photographer. And among the many things that I shoot, part of my work is photographing male nudes. So how many years now have you been shooting male nudes? Probably four or five. Four or five years. Yeah, I think the first year was sort of that like beg, borrow, and steal, trying to find people just scrape together the beginnings of a portfolio, but now, yeah, I'd say in earnest about four years or so. How do you ask somebody to photograph them naked? Like what, like what are the words that you use? The thing that's like really difficult when you start out, right, is you sort of have to have shot nudes to shoot nudes. <laughs> it's like a job. <laughs> you have to have experience to get experience. No, totally. That's exactly right. And I guess to that end, it's like not that unexpected, but you're also dealing with like these really high stakes and vulnerability and trust and exposure and creep factor, right? If you say like, hey, I shoot nudes, like would you ever want to shoot with me, right? In the sort of weird, awkward, early photographer sense, then they're like, cool, can I see your work? And it's like, well, there isn't any yet. And then they're like, eh, no. And so in the beginning, it was really just like going back to like exes you know, who are like super comfortable being naked or that kind of thing and being like, hey, how are you? Haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, trying this new creative thing. Are you free? I'll buy you dinner. That was like, a, that was sort of actually the start. It was like one of my exes um, who I'm still really good friends with who was like, yeah, I'm super down. Let's do it. Like, sure. And that was sort of like the first set of photos that I had that I could sort of show. And it was like, oh, okay, now we, we have something. Like the, a lot of the time now with the people I shoot, it, the conversation tends to start there. Right, mm. so it'll be a casting call I put up when I'm traveling, or someone has seen my work and reaches out because of it, or that sort of thing. How do you build that trust in the beginning? I think there are two things that help build trust. One is just like having your shit together. What does um, that mean? If you are bringing a model into a place that is this vulnerable, right, even to explore the possibility of it, you never want to be in a position where you don't have an answer. You know, if you're emailing back and forth with someone who responded to a casting call or you're talking with someone and they're like, okay, but so like, how does this normally go down? What do you do? You don't want to, you don't want to sort of say like, uh, well, I guess we could maybe, cause I mean, like this guy doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know if it's going to be safe. Like, is he actually that thought out of a photographer? You know, you specifically want to be like, yep, like photo shoots normally take about an hour and a half. This is the protocol. We'll find it like, I'll find like a private space where we can do a test shoot. Like no one will be able to sort of see it'll be private. Um, normally we go through sort of a series of poses like XYZ, I can send you reference imagery, you know, and just sort of having that really professional sense puts people at ease. And then the other half for me is contracts. I mean, good faith is wonderful, right? But like outside of that, that protect both me and protect the model. So literally being able to come to the model and be like, here's an example of what the photo release will look like. You have control over how these things can be shared on the image level. You can specifically say like, yeah, this is a great photo of me. I love it. It doesn't show anything sensitive. You know, you can use it anywhere you want with my name attached or um, that's a photo of my penis, um, but you can't tell it's mine. 
and I understand why you like it and I kind of like it. So yeah, feel free to use it, but please don't put my name on it. Down to the like, ooh, this is really sensitive. Like this shows frontal nudity and my face. Like I don't know that I'm ready for that to be out in the world. I'll give you permission to just use it in in-person private portfolio reviews. Is there anything that you need from your subjects so that you trust them? Or are there moments where you feel sort of exposed or unsafe as the mm. photographer? Not as much, no. And I think the one-sidedness of that is what's interesting, right? And I think that's the thing to sort of keep sight of. You do have someone who is naked in front of you in a location of your choosing being photographed as in the way you want without really much knowledge or thought of where those images are going to go. It's like a very, very one-sided power dynamic. And so I think that's why for me so much of it is trying to establish like, no, no, these are the ways in which you do have control over the situation, right? And even during a shoot, like always giving options. Hey, cool, so like let's shoot a few portraits to start. Then from there, like, are you cool taking off your shirt? Or then like, cool, like, Pants? Yes? No? Like, even if there is full understanding that we are going in to a shoot that we have talked about being a nude shoot, like, giving them so many moments where if they're like, maybe I don't want to do this, being like, no, that's totally fine. Always creating room and space for someone to back out of that and, like, make calls confidently. I wonder if you could sort of take me through a typical shoot or maybe a specific shoot. So one was really cool. It was a guy who was a friend who's actually straight. He's sort of, he's a photographer too. We have always sort of had like a good rapport as like friends and we were shooting and joking around one day and I was like, oh yeah, you know, like, well one day, like when I end up shooting you and he's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, from that moment, like it, like it was like a year before we actually ended up shooting. Right. So sort of talking through like, oh yeah, like maybe one day or like, yeah, I think I do want to do this or okay. You know, and it was fascinating. And so we, sort of started shooting and then like as the shoot began just like it all sort of came out like everything he was worried about and everything he was preoccupied about and like you know his sort of his history with his exes and you know not feeling like he was big enough or like all of the sort of thing or not feeling like he was fit enough and just really being able to sort of like work through that a little bit with him and the fact that he was still brave enough and wanted to shoot regardless was really impressive does that happen a lot sometimes not as much. But so we did this, like, normally the people who are coming to me to shoot are confident enough with their bodies that they want to shoot, right? It's people who either are doing modeling or, you know, for whatever reason, are confident enough with that. So getting the opportunity to shoot with someone who's not quite at that point is sort of really nice. You know, and then basically being able to provide him with photos that when he saw them, he was like, wait, these are, that's me? You know, and that's like such like a wonderful moment. That is you and you look great and you look fine. With with straight men, I think it's also really interesting because they very, I feel like very rarely do they ever have a chance to discuss their own nudity with other men. You may be not like naked in a locker room, right? But it's like you talk about everything except that because in your head, that's like all you're fixated on is like, like holy shit, I'm naked with other men right now. And that is like threatening to my masculinity. I think that was what was so really fascinating for me about even that shoot was the the way it just sort of opened up space, right? For him to, he had clearly like never talked to another guy about, you know, his preoccupations with his size or his body or that sort of thing. And so I think having a situation and a person to talk to about that, you know, I think was sort of really like an interesting thing that the shoot opened up. How did you create trust in that moment? 
as you were photographing him? I think in the moment it was also just sort of knowing like when to stop shooting and just be like, like let, let's talk, right? And just like, listen, it's sort of like have conversation and it, like it, as buttoned up as I always want things to feel in the lead up, right? Or in any moment of like, what do I do with my hands now? It's like, you put them here, right? It's like, here's an answer for you. You still always want to be able to create the openness to sort of be like, oh, like, let's put the camera down. Let's talk for a minute or okay, like, where is this going? Or what, you know, how are you feeling? And so I think in that shoot, it was a lot of just like talking through stuff with him. And I think also like helping him understand that I was invested in making sure that he would like the way he looked. Was there a trial and error there since you're normally used to shooting with super competent gay models? (laughs) Did it feel like uncharted territory for you that you had to figure out? To a degree, yes and no. I mean, honestly, I don't think it really changed that much. Even when you shoot like a super quote-unquote confident model, right? There are always things they're going to be insecure about, especially because they are so hyper-conscious of the way they look down to like the details. You know, they're like, oh, please don't photograph me from this side. Or like, hey, like, you know, if we photograph like from this angle, like, please don't do this. Or like, they're trying to sort of construct themselves in the way that they think is going to look good for the camera instead of sort of like relax and be like, please let me (laughs) figure out the photograph. (laughs) It was one of my favorite shoots probably in the past year. It's like, it's some of my favorite work, Mm. you know, too, just like the stuff that came out of it. Like, I think some of like the ravery comes through a little bit in the photos. I mean, like, I love that he was not a, like, jacked six-pack model who just wanted, like, three more photos to pad their portfolio, right? Like, that's not interesting. What conversation does that further? What artistic boundary does that push? What message does that convey? Like, not much. Whereas, like, a photo, like, a photo shoot, like, working with this straight guy was, like, way more interesting. Mm. Um, Have you ever been photographed naked? I have not. Would you? Uh, I think so. I mean... Honestly, like, I'm just, like, not as interested in it. But, yeah, I mean, I think, like, I have my own body hang-ups and stuff, too. And I think it's also good to be aware of that. It's very easy to try to create empathy or persuasive tactics for why to get people naked. Oh, no, like, I totally understand why you don't want to get naked. But, like, oh, my God, I've done it and it's fine. But I think there's also something very valuable in being like, no, I understand why you might not want to. And that's okay. What's the hardest part of photographing naked men? For me, I think the hardest part is why. And always questioning why you're doing it. What is the creative project or what what is the vision behind it or what are you achieving by it and making sure that you, that I feel like there really is something there. Because I think one of the, one of the scariest things I think with shooting nudes on all sides, right, is like, are you taking advantage of someone? even questioning subconsciously like like, is there a project here like am I doing something with this that moves things forward or is it like you know am I going to end up just like shooting someone just to shoot them naked right and like if there isn't something larger than that even if it's unintentional like I think that can leave someone feeling taken advantage of Mm. right and I think that would be my greatest fear right that someone feels like It was not a positive interaction. It was not a consenting interaction. It was not an understood interaction. um, Or that ultimately wasn't a creative pursuit, right? And so I think the hardest part is always, fundamentally, I think it comes down, you can do all of these things to have a model trust you, right? And you can build all the safety nets. But I think fundamentally, if you don't have a reason to be shooting it, that is what will fundamentally 
create discomfort, mm. right? Or make it feel unsafe. And so I think for me, the hardest part is just always sort of interrogating myself. If you're like, wait, well, why am I doing this? Like, what is it driving forward? Is it still moving our conversation forward? You can see Jeffrey's work on Instagram. His username is Jeffrey D. Gerson, and his website is jeffreydgerson.com. That's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-D-G-E-R-S-O-N. Thanks.